please be seated for our Bible reading. The first reading is taken Isaiah chapter 41, verses 1 to 14. Listen to me in silence, O coastlands. Let the peoples renew their strength. Let them approach, then let them speak. Let us together draw near for judgment. Who has roused a victor from the east, summoned him to his service? He delivers up nations to him and tramples kings underfoot. He makes them like dust with his sword, like driven stubble with his bow. He pursues them and passes on safely scarcely touching the path with his feet. Who has performed and done this, calling the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, am first and will be with the last. The coastlands have seen and are afraid. The ends of the earth tremble. They have drawn near and come. Each one helps the other, saying to one another, Take courage. The artisan encourages the goldsmith, and the one who smooths with a hammer encourages the one who strikes the anvil saying of the soldering, it is good. And they fasten it with nails so that it cannot be moved. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, you, whom I took from the ends of the earth, and called from its farthest corners, saying to you, You are my servant. I have chosen you and not cast you off. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Yes, all who are incensed against you shall be ashamed and disgraced. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. 
It is I who say to you, do not fear. I will help you. Do not fear, you worm, Jacob, you insect, Israel. I will help you, says the Lord. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. This is the word of the Lord. The second reading is taken from Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 to 27. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. A gale arose on the lake so great that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was asleep. And they went and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, you of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a dead calm. They were amazed, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? This is the Gospel of the Lord. the top of my notes this morning, I've got a reminder about the theme of what we're looking at today. We're waiting in expectant hope. And of course, while waiting, we're not passive, but active, because we are chosen to serve. Shall we pray? Oh, Father, may your word and your promises fuel faith and hope in us now. And Lord, may your purposes be fulfilled in each one of us. We pray in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Well, in this month of of November, uh, we are focusing on hope. And let's remember that hope, together with faith and love, are the main hallmarks in the life of every Christian. Hope, faith, and love, hallmarks in the life of each one of us. Everyone who has responded to Jesus' invitation, come, follow me. You know, we are people who have hope in the Lord and have faith that he will answer. You see, we have hope with that confident expectation and desire for something good to come about. And we not only desire the good things, we actually expect them to happen. We not only expect them to happen, we are confident 
that they will happen because our hope is in the Lord. You know, and that hope is boosted. I'm not sure if that's the right sort of word, but our hope is boosted when we focus on what God has done in the past and when we appreciate afresh all that he's promised. And you know, in this coronavirus pandemic, how I personally have rested, and indeed I rest each day in what the Lord has said. I refer to 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Listen carefully. This is what he said. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Do you know God who some 3,000 years ago said this to Solomon is the same faithful God who's saying this to us now. And in a very real way, we are standing in this gap between that promise and its fulfillment. We are waiting in expectant hope for that healing. Just as we wait in expectant hope for the second advent when Christ will come again. But we wait not passively. We wait actively. Can I just add, in parentheses, as it were, you know, that, that the word to heal the land, that word heal is the same word for the healing of people's lives in Jesus' offer of salvation. How exciting to know that during the last eight months, there are thousands who have turned to Christ, who've sought the Lord, and God's kingdom has grown. We've been praying for healing of the land from coronavirus. There's been this worldwide salvation healing of people's lives. Keep on praying. Go back. In those verses from Isaiah 41, which uh, Gloria's read to us, we're reminded of how God chose Israel to represent him to the world. And you know how we need to recognize in 2020 that we, the believers, are here to represent our faithful, unchanging God, to represent him, to present him to our families, our friends, our neighbors, our work colleagues, our community, our parish, our island. And let's never forget who we are. Do you know, we are sons and daughters of the living God. Each one of us loved by him, chosen by him, redeemed by him, called by him. You know, Peter tells us in his letter that we are a chosen race. Take this in. 
We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We are God's own people. And we are chosen. Chosen? Why? Chosen in order that we may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. And Paul, in his letter to the Corinthian church, writes of us as ambassadors. Ambassadors, the representatives of Christ wherever we are. And there's Paul writing from prison, and he says, I'm in chains, but still preaching the message of good news as God's ambassador. Pray that I will go on speaking boldly. You know, we're not in chains. We may be restricted in other ways. But how seriously are we taking our responsibility as ambassadors? You know, Paul didn't pray to be released from prison, did he? He prayed that he would witness fearlessly for Christ. I wonder whether we're so concerned about our release from the chains of COVID-19 that we're neglecting our ambassadorial role. But you know, as we wait in hope, we are called and we are chosen to be active. Let's hear again what God is saying to us as we step out to serve him. Do not fear, for I'm with you. Don't be afraid, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. You taking that in? I am with you. I am Emmanuel, God with us. Each day I'm not alone. I'm not on my own. God is with me. So, Brian, don't fear. I am your God. I am your God. I'm in a relationship with him. He is my God. So don't be afraid. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand feeling weak and feeble at times. I will strengthen you. Feeling needy, incapable. I will help you. Feeling a bit unsteady, about to fail or fall, nervous, trembling. I will uphold you. Oh, and take note of our loving Father's intimate relationship I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Yes, not just a matter of being side by side, but hand in hand. My hand in the victorious right hand of the Savior who conquered sin and death. The hand that leads and guides us. Eugene Peterson in the Message Bible underlines this verse powerfully. He says, don't panic. I'll hold you steady. 
keeping a firm grip on you. Oh, you know, may all of this just silence any fears that we may have and just encourage us to step out boldly, yet sensitively, in service to our Lord and Savior. We are his ambassadors, representing him day by day. And we can depend on his presence with us and that he is all sufficient, no matter how tough and demanding the going may be. You see, we are people of hope and faith. And you know, as I reflect once again on Matthew's account of Jesus stilling the storm on the Lake of Galilee, we heard it this morning again, I just find myself challenged about the level of my hope and faith in this coronavirus storm. You know, the disciples said to Jesus, Lord, save us, we're perishing. And Jesus replied, why are you afraid, you of little faith? Oh, may our faith be great and unwavering as we trust unreservedly in our God of hope, our God who stilled the wind and the waves, our all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present God who will still the storm of this present pandemic in the way and at the time that he chooses. Oh, hallelujah, how we can sing each day. My God is a great big God and he holds me in his hands. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Oh, Father, we do indeed pray that we shall not wait passively, but be active as we wait in expectant hope. May we serve you day by day, proclaiming Christ in all that we do, all that we say, and in the way we live our lives, just reflecting his light and his love to all whom we meet. Pray once again in the lovely and the powerful name of Jesus. Jesus. Amen.